Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to recap day number 10 of New York Jets training camp at Florham Park. For that, we bring in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, as I understand it, there was a special guest at training camp today. Actually, two special guests. One of them, an outstanding wide receiver. The other one, the M-E-T-H-O-D man. Yeah, it was uh, none other than Method Man and uh, Steve Smith with uh, Steve Smith Senior, which I saw him first there, and it it was funny because like I was walking on the sidelines, and then I just saw the, him from the back, and then I just started kind of chuckling because I was like, "That's very clearly and obviously Steve Smith, like." This, there's no other person on this planet this could be other than Steve Smith. But then I'm also like, but this is not like what you think about as a receiver frame and body. <laughs> like he's, he's looking, he looks much. If, if I was just to come up behind somebody and think and guess, I'd be okay. He's built way more like a running back, but I was still like, immediately I was like, oh, that's Steve Smith. I didn't need to see his face. He didn't need to turn around. I just knew it was him. It, it, I, a similar silhouette thing with with uh, 
with with Method Man, I was just like, wait a second, that dude looks like, and I was like, all right, but that is definitely Method Man. So, uh, you know, different, definitely different uh, vibes the two of them are bringing, different uh, catching attention from different parts of the crowds at different times, but uh, there, there's been a lot of, uh, Aaron Rodgers is bringing out the celebrities, that he's bringing out the Former players, you know, Jets players, other obviously Steve Smith was there with the NFL Network, uh, but it, the 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 stars are coming out to watch Aaron Rodgers. They're they're a little more interested in the Jets this year than they have been in the past. Well, the stars came out to watch Aaron Rodgers, but they got an extra special treat: the return of John Franklin Myers. I know it's not as flashy as Aaron Rodgers, but he was back at practice today. Yeah, well, and Method Man, I'm sure appreciates that as he is, you know, the diehard Jets fan that he has always been. But um, yeah, otherwise, I think you know, Steve Smith was definitely much more interested in talking to the cornerbacks here. Uh, I, I'm sure after practice, he went over, spent some time with the receiver group, but he seemed to be very interested in talking to a sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. Michael Carter too was, was like a little bit on the outside of the conversation there, but he was very much like, I want to see and hear what this conversation is about. So he's just sitting there like, you know, it's like reminding me of like a little, a brother, like trying to poke their head in on him and his friends hanging out there like eight years older or something. He, he wasn't going to miss that though. Chris, I'll tell you one guy that I'm sure appreciated Steve Smith's presence at Jets training camp, and that's Jason Brownlee, the undrafted rookie. Steve Smith was a third-round pick, so he wasn't a total underdog, but I don't think anybody was expecting him to be as good as he became. He became an elite wide receiver. Now, I'm not saying Brownlee is going to do that, but he made an elite play today in training camp, one of those crazy one-handed Odell Beckham-type catches. I've said this before. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but people should keep their eye on Brownlee and Corey Davis because the Jets could save $10.5 million by trading away Corey Davis to a receiver-needy team or releasing him. The way Brownlee has been playing this summer, especially if he keeps it up and if he plays well in the preseason, it will be something that will get discussed by Joe Douglas and the Jets coaching staff. Steve Smith in attendance to watch Jason Brownlee. And Jason Brownlee reminded Steve Smith that just like Smith many years ago, you don't have to be a high first-round picket wide receiver to make impact plays. It feels like I'm talking up Jason Brownlee after every practice, but that's because, Chris, he's been impressive just about every practice. Let's start with you here. The wide receiver is absolutely one of the positions where you're most likely to make, you know, get the late round guys to go there. You get that obviously running backs the most. And then I'd say receiver and cornerbacks are probably the positions, the two and three, where the, you know, sixth, seventh round draft picks pop more than other positions. You can get a lot of interior, uh, not a lot, but a decent amount of interior linemen from there. And you get some linebackers too, I guess. But uh, I I don't have numbers on this, but I think the receivers and cornerbacks would be two and third, uh, second and third there. It, the, the play he made today, he went up, one hand catch, his body is like at the peak of, you know, the height that he got, he was laid out flat, completely horizontal. 
brings the catch, the ball in, completes the catch, but he landed squarely just on one shoulder. He popped up and then immediately hunched over, grabbing that shoulder, holding it. Looked like it might have been dislocated. Uh, he didn't get back out to practice again, but seemed to be all right. Maybe it was just a stinger or something. Uh, but it, it looked, I was like, wow, that was one of the most incredible catches I've ever seen. Oh my God, he just dislocated his shoulder. That's a terrible way to get hurt. And then it was like, okay, maybe he didn't. But uh, I. I, I totally understand your thought process here. I think you're probably going a little far, getting a little carried away with it, and it's not even saying anything about Brownlee, but I think just other years past, I think this would be a bigger reason, a uh, thing to look out for. But right now, I think that they're probably like, all right, not gonna gamble with the Corey Davis thing getting moving on from Corey Davis here we we want the stability of having someone like him now if of course if something comes up and they think they could use that elsewhere to the money elsewhere then I think they'd be more flexible but it's not like they're just going to be able to take that Corey Davis money and go uh, you know spend it on offensive linemen to upgrade it right now so I I'm I'm not saying you're wrong to say keep an eye out on it, but I'd I'd still be pretty surprised if if that ends up happening at this point. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for chumba casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, since you brought up the offensive line, which of course is a major topic of conversation around the Jets right now, it's worth mentioning, and we'll get into Robert Salas' comments in more detail later, that Salas said on Thursday when the Jets play the Browns, the Jets will be playing offensive linemen in front of Zach Wilson, who will start the game, that are still in camp battles for positions. Connor McGovern is not going to play. Lakin Tomlinson is not going to play, and Elijah Vera Tucker is not going to play. So what this indicates to me is that those three spots are pretty much decided. Connor McGovern is going to be the center. The two guard spots will be Elijah Vera Tucker and Lakin Tomlinson. And Dwayne Brown isn't going to play because Dwayne Brown is hurt. The right tackle spot 
still in theory up for grabs. What this also means is that Wes Schweitzer is probably going to be the backup at center. He took number one reps again today with Aaron Rodgers. Joe Tipman, a player that many believed might start day one for the Jets. We addressed this yesterday on the show with Antoine Staley, but it's looking more and more like it's going to be a redshirt year for Joe Tipman. In the long run, that might be good. In the short run, it's a little frustrating, but this is a situation that in a strange way is good for the Jets because since their roster is more talented than normal, it means they have the luxury of red-shirting guys that could be here for a long time, let them develop and turn into the type of players that they were expecting them to be when drafted as opposed to in the past, maybe rushing them out there before they were ready. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely been a trend with the Jets. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately for the Jets, that trend has definitely been mostly throwing out the quarterbacks before they are ready. Uh, in fact, we saw it just last year. Now, that is not the case uh, for this year. Uh, this quarterback it has been done and ready for quite a while. Uh, he's ready to go. But, yeah, that is that is the nice part of, you know, a, approaching a draft – I've, I've talked about this over the years, just uh, and when you talk about with comp picks and fans always want comp picks and when are Joe Douglas going to start getting comp picks? And at first it was like, you need to build the roster up before you can start getting comp picks. Now at this point, like, is that is where you start uh, making that type of move where you start signing unsigning based on, but so your strategy changed your strategy in the draft changes as well, especially later in the draft where you can be like, okay, we can be a little more flexible to take somebody who's more of a project, but we have a high ceiling projected here because you don't need the help right away where in other years when you're just struggling and drowning with just, uh, you know, a lack of talent and you just need bodies out there. So you can't afford to do that. So it is definitely much more beneficial for the long-term success of a team to be able to use a couple picks like that each year on projects. Chris, even though Aaron Rodgers is not going to play and it's going to be Zach Wilson Thursday against the Browns, Rodgers had his moments in practice again today showing off what's made him an elite quarterback all these years. Had a beautiful throw where he gunned it in to Jeremy Ruckert on the last play of practice. Ruckert was perfectly covered, but Rodgers put it where nobody could defend it. And then also another play where he was able to use his legs to get outside the pocket and do some damage. On that play, however, Will McDonald may have had a sack if it was a real game. Aaron Rodgers showing you with his arm and his legs once again why he's Aaron Rodgers, even though he's 39 years old. Nice to see he can still do it, even if it's just in a training camp practice. And Will McDonald, got to say, Chris, every single day it sounds like I'm hearing this guy's name, and that is a very good sign this early in his development. Now, we know what the shortcomings are with Will McDonald. He's undersized, and he needs to work on his run defense. But as far as his pass rushing, if you watch this tape at Iowa State, very well developed, a lot of moves, really good hand usage. And so you're seeing that early on in camp between that and his physical gifts, namely his speed and strength. He's been able to get by a lot of these offensive linemen. So talk to me a little bit about Will McDonald and the early impression he's made and then Aaron Rodgers here being Aaron Rodgers. I still think the uh, most promising thing about Will McDonald is the fact that Jets fans 
begged for an edge rusher for, you know, basically my entire life at this point. It seems like John Abraham is that long ago. And then you finally get one in the first round and everybody hated him immediately. (laughs) So, so that's still, there's nothing that will ever be more promising about his future than that. Um, But yeah, it, it's definitely interesting, you know, going in, like uh, going into this type of first game in the preseason. So you're like, I excited, but, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play, so less excited than sometimes normal. But you know, this is part of the case, it's part of the drill. Uh, you want, you're going to want to see some of these young guys, the Will McDonalds, go. Uh, but uh, again, Aaron Rodgers, that that throw to Rucker to end the practice, that's really we could do the entire show about that. Uh, it was. It was just so beautiful, man. I've watched such I, I'm gonna end up doing this throughout camp and just regular practices. I'm just gonna like pause to reflect on just like the the leap that of what I've witnessed for the past twelve however many years this is, I've lost track of time and lost in the sea of just awful quarterback play. And now I, I'm watching, and he's just sitting there, dance, this quick little spin around, just snap and release and just fling it. And it's just so quick and smooth and how everything happens. And it's just like, oh, man, like this is – watching I, – I understand uh, how Jets fans feel because – you know, I've been watching this team from up close, so I understand when fans would say stuff like, ah, why can't for once we just have one of these quarterbacks? Why can't just for once, like, our quarterback can do this stuff? And, like, I've watched up close over the years and been like, yeah, I hear you, man. I don't know what it is, why you can't have it, but i would like to see it too and now i i it's like i can't even really believe that it's real and that happening and i pinch myself and i don't even care what happens in the season if they win or lose it's just i finally get to see what it looks like when a real quarterback is here and it's beautiful it's as beautiful as as you could ever imagine it was beautiful watching Aaron Rodgers throw a touchdown pass to C.J. Ozama as well. So he didn't just have the one to Ruckert. There was another tight end that got in the mix in C.J. Ozama. But the thing that's extra beautiful, to use your terminology, Chris, is that not only did we get to see Aaron Rodgers make some outstanding throws, but we also got to see him do it against great coverage because Sauce Gardner and Michael Carter II were all over the place and they have been making Aaron Rodgers' life difficult, along with DJ Reed and Tony Adams, who is emerging as one of the stars of camp. If Tony Adams can be anywhere near as good in the regular season as he's been in camp, combine that with the three cornerbacks who we know are good and who have showed out again in training camp this year, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, Michael Carter II, this Jets secondary could be all kinds of nasty. Tony Adams could be that piece that they were missing last year that they desperately needed to go along with those cornerbacks if he can keep this up. But we already know the old reliable, those cornerbacks, Sauce Gardner, Michael Carter, and DJ Reed. My bias towards the secondary has been well documented as I've covered the sport and on this podcast. 
And I'll just, and you know, a little bit of Jason, the Method Man, and on him being there, I'll, I'll, I'll go to and nine, other 90s rappers just be like, yeah, this combination of Aaron Rodgers and the secondary is the most beautifulest thing in the world. And that <laughs> that's Mr. Keith Murray. Uh, the most beautifulest thing in the world, it really is. It's my, because again, I've talked about this over the years. When Revis was here, I would just pace up and down the sidelines just following Revis and watch Revis. Uh, my first like thing of like, holy shit, this, this is really cool uh, covering this moment was minicamp my first year there watching uh, Braylon Edwards and D- Darrell Revis go back and forth. Um, and when they drafted Sauce last uh, year, training camp, I was plenty of practices. I was like, I'm going to ignore everything else and I'm just going to follow Sauce. And I'm just going to watch Sauce. And I, I did it the other day. I just sat there uh, for like 45 minutes watching Sauce and DJ Reed just do one-on-one little hand, these hand drills things they do, which like, it looks like nothing. I mean, it, 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 I I don't I'm confused by how entertained I am by it. Like I don't even understand it, but I'm mesmerized and I love every second of it. And I'll watch them do it, just patty cake looking stuff, and it's just it's amazing. I love it. Um, to to be able to sit, I can sit there and be like, okay, now I finally get the quarterback. I get to see what the, the and every. An actual quarterback can do to run an NFL offense up and down the field all day. I can see what that looks like without the hiccups, without the breaks and the stumbles and everything else, which now means I get to look at the other side of the ball and and how they're being tested too. So to be able to really just soak it all in, and again, I'll go back to seeing Steve Smith Sr. and then I hit him focusing on well Garrett Wilson didn't practice today, so maybe that's part of it. But he's he was there interested in in Sauce and DJ Reed, and he's going over this, and it it looks like he was almost doing what the DB coach is doing with Sauce and uh, DJ Reed, just doing little. Just, uh, when the receiver breaks like this, and see Smith on him, like, well, when we go do this, that that means this, and like. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna do it. Here we go. Drink. Uh iron sharpens iron, as they say. <laughs> um uh, but that's it. Cliches are my favorite cliche in the world is cliches are cliches for a reason. And this is why they keep leaning on iron sharpens iron, because that is exactly what it is and what we're talking about right now. To be able to it you saw how good DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner were last year. And now you get to see them practice against Aaron Rodgers and these weapons, but also get to spend some time in the film room, in the classroom with Aaron Rodgers and them. And they can go back and forth and trade uh, secrets and back and forth and help each other improve. And, you know, just it's like snowball effect. It, It just keeps building on itself. Chris, it may have been the most beautifulest thing you've ever seen to watch Aaron Rodgers do battle with the Jets secondary. But it got ugly for a minute at training camp today. A brawl broke out. Yeah. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson and Tanzel Smart, I, I believe, is where it started. Um, these brawls, when it happens, it, they happen so quick. And then it's just like the, a flood of players surrounds the brawl so quick. And like 
half the players are like kind of trying to partially join the other half are trying to break it up. So you can never really see what happens. Uh, but one thing, there's been a lot of fights this year and I'll, I think I said it on the one pod, but I'll say it again. Hard Knock's going to be uh, probably breaking down these fights a little better than we can. They'll probably get some good views of it. Uh, this one today, though, was interesting. This this was the most intense one I I think I've ever seen. There's been some more entertaining ones for sure, but it was like as soon as it happened, it was just got like quiet everywhere, and like people started looking around like, oh my god, is something really bad about to happen now? Like, what is? Like, people, there was legitimate fear in the air. Like, it was palpable. Um, but, yeah, obviously, cooler heads prevailed. They calmed down. I always do love that, too, when you have, like, these just giant men ready to, like, kill each other. And then all of a sudden, like, 12 seconds later, just everything's calm, back to normal, back to playing football again, drinking water, doing whatever else. And it's like, it never happened. It's all, it's always just fun to see how, how quickly those things can deescalate. Chris, after practice, we heard from Robert Sala mentioned before what he said about the offensive lineman and that Zach Wilson will start the game on Thursday against the Browns. Also said he fully anticipates Garrett Wilson returning to practice Saturday when the Jets get back from Cleveland. Makai Becton spoke, said he feels great, he's moving great, he looks great, he's ready to go. Was asked about whether or not his goal is to be a starter in week one. He said, of course, but as far as where he'll play, wherever the Jets want him to be is where he will be on the field. That is a very different attitude than we'd heard in previous statements from Becton where he said he is a left tackle seemed to feel slighted it appears that reality is setting in on him now that he may not start the season in the lineup he may have to work his way in or at the very least he's going to need a really strong preseason and a really strong finish to camp to have a chance at that starting right tackle spot Becton was asked whether or not he'd request a trade if he's not named the starter for week one he said that's far in the future he's just trying to take it day by day Another answer that is very different than what you might have expected to hear in the past Sounds like somebody gave Makai Becton some good advice and he's following it Chris, honestly, and we'll talk about this later on in camp and during the preseason Once it becomes more clear what's happening on the offensive line But I think ultimately what it comes down to with Makai Becton is His best strategy going forward is to just play the good soldier Give every ounce of effort he can And even if he doesn't wind up starting the season in the lineup Just bide his time, work hard in practice Because, and I'm not trying to be a jinx here We know that the Jets have had a ton of injury issues on that offensive line So even if he isn't in the lineup week one There's a good chance he will get his shot at some point Becton also said by the way that he's now down to 350 his lightest since college also heard from Aaron Rodgers on redoing his contract he said quote I feel great about what I'm making it wasn't really a negotiation just an easy conversation between me and Joe that's Joe Douglas talking about the state of the team and the opportunities that could be out there 
Rodgers on the Jets. This is going to be a partnership that will last a few years. Of course, remember, Rodgers has said several times that he'll take it year by year because it's going to depend on how his body feels and how the team is doing and all of that. He clearly would like to play a few years ideally, but he understands reality. He's 39 years old, going to turn 40 during the season, and so he can't make any promises, but his intention is to be here for a couple of years. Rodgers on Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett building on what he said to Peter Schrager the other day, quote, I think there was a lot of people that felt he crossed the line. A lot of people were surprised by the comments. I didn't like it at all. That's why I said what I said. I have a lot of love for Nathaniel, and I will always stand by him. I thought it was surprising, but everyone is entitled to their opinion. Nathaniel Hackett himself spoke. He was asked about Sean Payton's comments. He said, quote, there's a code. There's a way things are done. This past week is frustrating. It's unfortunate about the comments that were made, but they were made. I was more surprised they happened now. I thought if anything, they would happen right around week five. Hackett thinks that Sean Payton violated the code, but quote, it is what it is. It's time to move on. Hackett said even though he thinks Peyton should apologize, he's not anticipating a phone call with an apology from Sean Peyton. And Chris, I think we both know that phone call will never come. So it's smart that he's not anticipating it because Sean Peyton is not the apologizing type. Even when he said what he said about regretting the comments he made, he never said he was out of line. He never said that any of the comments he made were inaccurate. He simply said he shouldn't have made the comments. So you can read between the lines there and understand that his only regret is that he said them out loud. He doesn't regret anything else. So Chris, your thoughts on Robert Sala talking about Garrett Wilson's return and everything else involving the offensive line as well as Zach Wilson starting, Aaron Rodgers' comments, Nathaniel Hackett's comments, and everything we heard from Makai Becton. Yeah, I'll start with Becton. Uh, it's obviously, you know, a change in, in tone from him um, and, and somebody, agent, somebody got, it was like, listen, and this is this is the case. You know, we uh, Elijah Moore happened with last year, and I it doesn't even matter what the instance is, and you can always feel it's kind of like all the stuff going on with the running backs right now, and the conversation around it, and like every time the running backs try to make an argument for them or stick up for the running backs. It, it kind of it just feels like they're like, oh, but we we put in so much work and we deserve this. And it's like, that's not the point. It's like, uh, you know, uh, the, the Snoop from the wire, the old Snoop from the wire line. Uh, deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. Um, so you can have uh, you can be somebody like Makai Becton or Elijah Moore and you can look at your situation and you can be like, Yo, I'm getting like railroaded here. Like this isn't right. They're not treating me right. And you can be a hundred percent right. I'm not even saying that it is. This is a debate for another thing. But you can be a hundred percent dead right. The best move is still for you to just put your head down and go to work. And especially in a sport like football, because like you said, you you've brought up the. You know, the injuries the last few years of the offensive line, but just the sport in general, like injuries happen. So if you if you're going to get benched or slide down the death chart one spot, all right, 
I understand. I hear you. Maybe you are getting railroaded, but put your head down and go back to work because you're going to get another shot. You know, that that guy ahead of you is going to get hurt. Like it's going to happen at some point. It might just be for a little bit, but go out there and take advantage of those opportunities and and then put out more good film for somebody else. So that it doesn't even matter if you know the coach we talked about this a lot over the years and we disagreed with how they were going about it and i thought that they were doing long-term damage to you know his mental and like it also wasn't going to lead to you know harmonious living down the road um but then once you start to kind of embrace this then it, it kind of humbles you even more so like him having to answer those questions like that further humbles him. It's it it cements him into this. All right, now I just have to put my head down and work my way out of this hole. That's that's what he has to do, and it, you you can drag your feet, kick and scream all you want, but could have saved a lot of time, energy, and effort if you just this was just the approach at the very beginning and. That's this isn't me saying anything to single him out. That's why I brought up the Elijah Moore thing. This is just something that's going to continue happening forever. But the new guy that this, the next guy that it happens to it, that's going to be the thing. It's just, yeah, I hear you. It it's it sucks, but put your head down and go to work. You're gonna get another opportunity. Uh, the all the comments, obviously. What do you expect Hackett to say? <laughs> like, of course he's gonna come out there. Uh, but he's right about the like. There is a code of and coaches like the the closest I can really think of coming to like, you know, stepping out of that code was Rex. But but even you know. He, he did it with his bluster, uh, you know, not here to kiss the ring stuff. But, man, he did plenty of kissing Belichick's rings. Yeah, Chris, if I can jump in for a second to yeah. that point. I still remember in 2009, before the Jets beat the Patriots, I believe the final score was 16-9 or something along those lines. It was at MetLife Stadium early in the season, Sanchez's rookie year. Rex robocalled all the season ticket holders, including myself. And on the robocall, he said, I have to level with you. The Patriots have a much better quarterback and a much better coach. That's why we need you to be as loud as possible and help carry us to victory. So, yeah, he didn't kiss Belichick's rings, but he wasn't going out there and calling other coaches a disgrace or picking on them and saying they're terrible coaches. And in Belichick's case, he didn't kiss his butt necessarily in the sense that he said, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. But he was certainly respectful of what Belichick had accomplished. Yeah, uh, like overly, like uh, went out of his way to do so. Uh and like, and of course, understandably so, like, but that's the, you know, that's the closest thing I can think of and point to. And even that is like, you know, still a completely different situation than the Sean Payton thing. And this happens in other, all other sports too. You like, you don't see NBA coaches trashing each other. It's that's, you know, they keep their criticisms in house, uh, but you know, they aren't going to go against each other normally. But Sean Payton is Sean Payton, and Sean Payton 
doesn't think he belongs to this fraternity. Sean Payton thinks he is above it all. And, you know, I, I won't go on uh, a huge Sean Payton rant again. Again, we'll save that for next week uh, uh, for the rant of the week. But, uh, <laughs> but he's he is definitely one of those people who believes apologizing is a sign of weakness. Uh, not not being able to admit uh, that or not being able to apologize when you should, I'd argue, is a much bigger sign of weakness. Like, just apologize, man. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody needs to apologize sometime. Humble yourself. Apologize, Sean Payton. Chris, the only correction I have to anything that you just said is that all due respect to Felicia Snoop Pearson, the line that you mentioned, Deserves Got Nothing to Do With It, was originally a Clint Eastwood line in the movie Unforgiven. If you haven't seen it, by the way, fantastic movie and a great cast to boot. You had Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, and Gene Hackman. You just can't lose with those three guys in a movie. So if you haven't seen that, go see it. But that's where that quote originated. Clint Eastwood's character, William Money, I don't want to spoil it, but at one point he says the line deserves got nothing to do with it. So watch The Wire, watch Unforgiven. Both are great. And so is the very big deal Chris Nimbley, who's the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. Thank you so much for coming on and recapping day number 10 of New York Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything Chris is doing, go over to JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at CNimbley and at JetsInsider. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.